0: dot com slash wi wifi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning, this is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast Podcast. Today is Labor Day in the United States. And so this week, we're going to be talking about work and how we feel about it. Today's tip is about how to become happier in a job that feels like just a paycheck. I decided to do an episode on this topic after getting a note from a listener who is in just such a position. She noted that the things she cared about, volunteering at church, spending time with loved ones, consuming stories, traveling, had nothing to do with her job or really with most normal jobs. She wrote that her job was good as these things went, but during her work hours, I feel like I am in an adult form of time out. I sit in my office chair and think about my life choices while values are on hold. How can I make this time count for more than just a paycheck? I followed up because I wanted to know why this listener had taken a job that made her feel like she was in adult time out in the first place. I learned, as I suspected, that there were a lot of upsides to this job, the sort that make it hard to quit. She was paid well. Her official schedule required working four nine-hour days, so she was off every single Friday, a perk that certainly had its benefits for family and community involvement. She got benefits like tuition reimbursement, free access to a fitness center, and other discounts. When she came in late sometimes, no one complained. No one tried to micromanage her. She liked her colleagues. She was just, well, bored. And while spending 36 hours per week in a boring job is better than spending 50 hours a week in a boring job, I know I'd rather work 50 exciting, challenging hours than 36 boring ones. I would not be able to report to a job day after day where I felt bored, and I don't want that for anyone else either. So the question was what our listeners should do about it. First, before anyone gets worried, my first advice is not to quit. That is an option and might be necessary at some point. But if daily life is tolerable, then the wisest first step may be to try to improve the current situation. Fortunately, there are all kinds of ways to turn the job you have into a job you'd love. I suggested spending the next 6 to 12 months truly focused on improving the situation and crafting her position into something she found more interesting. First, she should seek out more challenging work. Few job descriptions are carved in stone. and People are happiest when they are making progress on difficult but doable things. Now, I don't recommend going to your manager and saying, I'm bored. I suspect most managers would react to that in the same way I do when my kids knock on my door and announce this. Instead, anyone in this situation should come up with their own ideas for using their time better. Look around the organization and see what's working and what's not. Could you use your particular skills to improve what's not working? Are there departments or teams who seem to be doing cool stuff? Could you try helping out on projects there? Talk to lots of people, lunches, coffees, walking meetings. Figure out what work you'd find more interesting and figure out how you can get involved. Maybe it's an internal move, but it could also just be reallocating time. Our listener who sent in this question had some available time during slower periods. She could get involved in new areas during this time, even if it wasn't officially part of her job description. Of course, it's possible she wouldn't have all the right skills for certain other projects, and that's where some of the organization's benefits came into play. She had a good tuition reimbursement policy, so she should definitely be using that. Now, there may be some gray area here, but in my mind, if the courses she chose were plausibly related to her job, she could use some of her job downtime to study and complete assignments. This would definitely remove the sense of being in adult timeout. She could also look for ways to be involved in her organization's community. Joining or starting employee affiliation groups is always good. And sometimes larger organizations have service projects or conferences or community days that always need volunteers. While this might not feel quite as meaningful to her as her church volunteering, it would have some of the same upsides. Indeed, she could try to spearhead programs to do service events for some of the same causes that her church supported. Whether you're reading at an after-school program on behalf of your house of worship or your employer, it's all good. Now, of course, this might not work. I do believe that six to 12 months of solid effort can improve just about anything, whether that's a relationship or a job. That said, if she still felt an adult timeout after a year, she would have a few options. One is to consciously decouple her sense of self from her job. Our listener was actually toying around with this concept already. As she told me, we roughly sleep and work for the same amount of time each day. However, I don't consider myself a sleeper as my primary identity. It's just the thing I have to do. It isn't the whole of who I am or the most valuable thing I do. This is a valid point. It might help to really keep work in context. If our listener worked 36 hours per week and slept eight hours per night, this leaves 76 hours for other things, and this is a lot of time. She could consciously think about how to maximize her enjoyment of these other hours, taking on serious volunteer roles, indulging in longer and more exotic vacations, and planning in adventures with friends and family on the long weekends that she had every weekend. She could also decide to ride things out for a while, but ramp up savings and perhaps start a side hustle with the goal of achieving financial independence long before the normal retirement age. Knowing that in, say, eight years, she can completely control her time might make the intervening years feel better. Or, and this is perhaps the best option, she could find another job. People are often fearful of the unknown, especially if the known is comfortable and has upsides that are hard to replicate. But if working a four-day week was critical to our listener, I absolutely believe she could find another job that might allow for that. I absolutely believe that she could find more exciting work. I believe she could even find more flexible and more interesting work that paid more too. We often talk ourselves into silly traps like, oh, if I get paid more, I'll just have to do stuff I like less. But few people have totally optimized their jobs. We take jobs because they're hiring when we're looking or because we know someone there, or because it's an employer that we're familiar with. Broadening the search, especially over a 12-month time frame, could open up all sorts of other possibilities for great gigs. And ultimately, that's what I want for everyone listening to this, to absolutely love what you do. I want you to wake up excited to go to work. I want you to feel like you are making a difference in the world as you work with people you respect and who inspire you to be your best self. I also believe that with concerted effort over a year or two, you could get there. This Labor Day, let's get to a place where labor is a meaningful, wonderful part of life, not the equivalent of adult timeout. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening, and here's to making the most of our time. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health.